you are about to tune into an excellent interview with Half Dead Shogun. This interview was an excellent, excellent accomplishment. Man, like, even though he's real underground, I really learned a lot from this about how compassion is often, uh, you know, overlooked. And I feel like you can take a lot of um, stuff out of this um, interview. But if, if you're listening right now on the audio version, I'll be playing a track for you in the beginning. Um, we, we discuss our love for Cool G Rap in the interview. So you'll be hearing my favorite song of his, The Symphony. Here you go. I don't care who's first or who last, but I know that y'all just better rock this at the drop of a dime, baby. I don't know what y'all gonna do with this, but it got to be funky. It got to be funky if you're gonna be on it. I don't care who start, I don't care what y'all do, but you got to be finished before the music is through. Listen closely, so your attention's undivided. Many in the past have tried to do what I did. Just the way I came off then, I'm gonna Stronger and longer, even with the drum on. I'll keep on going and flowing just like a river. I got a whole lot to give, so I'm a giver. Little at a time, new trails are blazing. Action is in effect and always stays in. Yeah, just like a shot from a cannon. I am the man in charge and I'm the planet. Jam strong enough that it can lift your soul. I'm the originator and my rhymes are made of gold. Once you hear the capital A, rap it'll stay with you for a while. It won't go away unless you force it. Stays with you, my friend, and if you force it away, I'ma hit you again. I project my voice so it's right in the crowd. There's a sign at the door, no bite in the loud. And if you didn't read it, I suggest you do so, or you'll be stranded just like a Russo. Sleep if you wanna go ahead, get some shut eye. A man broke his jaw trying to say what I say on the microphone. He should have left it alone, just for the record. Let it be known that my ego's only partially grown. And never would I ever condone fighting in any form. Yo, I'm only warm. That verse was the calm. Now here's the storm. Next up, yo, I believe that's me. Craig G, light up the mic for the symphony. The gym is dedicated to all unoptimistics that thought I wasn't coming out with some exquisite rhymes. But that's alright, cause now I'm back to kill all the rumors and straighten the facts of me. Not rocking rhymes like I always used to, but you jumped on the tip when you heard me in the juice crew. You said, Don't compare me to him when you hear me Talk about a 
course Run for water while I break your tape recorder Serve the sucker, the order is manslaughter Another rapper, G-Rap Rex, he's rated X The meaner boy is sex, next To amplify, gets used and abused Pump so loud, we might blow fuse This is anger, madness, ready to hang up Rapper a singer, I'm putting up my middle finger Next up, I believe that's me Welcome to Has Discusses. We got Half Dead Shogun here of Funk House Records. What's up? What's up? Happening. So, what's happening is I want to just give a quick shout out to Ziploc Fresher. I mean, he's doing good. I just want to shout out that the fact that he's two weeks clean and stuff. And he's been a help to both of us. Would you say Ziploc's been a help to you? He he has man. He really he really has helped me man. Throughout the journey, because I mean, when I started first talking to him, um, when was it? It was a year and a half ago that I started talking to him, and uh, from there it just it was a friendship that grew from there. And then uh, he kind of helped me with my uh, you know everything that I, in terms of like cadences, as I was telling you, yeah, um, he helped me not sound so boring on a song. Um, he, he really brought that enthusiasm, enthusiasm back into uh, back into my music. Yeah, dude, he just got those little cool little tricks, and he's helped me with my production as well. He's like, maybe keep one eight oh eight like one octave high, and then the next one the opposite, and just some cool stuff. And um, I, I just hope that he's real good mentally and stuff. And um, he's yeah. one of my favorite interviews. It was like 
a spur of the moment type of thing. I was just talking with him because I saw on SoundCloud like um, his bio, and it was real interesting talking about how he was just in street schema. And then I was like, and then I DM'd him. We had this long conversation. I was like, interview now. I'm not even gonna prepare anything. Like, and it was like one of my favorite interviews and stuff. And um, but yeah, we got half dead half dead Shogun here, and he's gonna tell us about Funkhouse Records. Who formed this label, and how did this come to be? Uh, so Funkhouse Records two years ago. Uh, me and the homie, uh, Oracle. I guess I shouldn't say his real name. I don't know if he wants his real name out there, but I mean Oracle. Yeah, me and my homie Oracle. We we kind of just you know got together out of nowhere man um we we had already clicked up in in the past in high school and from there we we kind of just hit it off man we we started making music from the point we started meeting up and then we kind of we kind of stopped talking for a little bit i moved to california and then i moved back to utah and after that that's when it really sparked off and that's the idea of bunkhouse records came to be we were just sitting in the room and thinking of names uh, just to throw on a on a label or something. And there had already been a label called Funk House, like F-U-N-K. Yeah. And uh, we were like, "Huh, is there is there a Funk House?" And uh, no, there was that. After that, that's that's really what it what it went. And uh, the first song we released was a. Uh, it was what was it? Oh, on the loose. It was to uh, an 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 X-rated beat, body count. That's what it is. And yeah, man. After that, it just started going up from there. People started fucking with our sound, started fucking with our 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 lyric content and all of that stuff. It, it just boom. It, it skyrocketed in the past two years. I mean, we six hundred followers, man. It's it's crazy. And you got the um. Some guy posted your lyrics on some lyric website. That shows real yeah. enthusiasm. Let's be yeah, honest. Like, it, yeah, it, it was cool to see. Just uh, out of curiosity, I looked it up online because I know, um, I know that a lot of my shits on there. You know, on Google, if you look up Hapted Shogun, it'll be up on there. And I looked it up, and it just so happened that somebody posted my lyrics to one of my songs on on a website, and that was pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool. Like. Um... Just further understanding for the artist, you know, just for the fans if they want to check out those lyrics and stuff. And also they'll have those little YouTube videos where they highlight the rhyme pattern. Maybe someone will make them. I don't know if you've seen them before, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah, I've, I've been uh, I've been actually watching like Big Pun and uh, all, all of those uh, artists, you know, from, from like the 90s in New York in that East scene. I've been watching a lot of those uh, bar videos and they really keep me inspired. Is that like what you sort of um, came up listening to a lot of the time? That scene, or are you just getting into it? Uh, that scene, yeah. Um, me, that's it was only rap for me, pretty much. And obviously, like you know, like the the Hispanic music my parents would play around the house, that rap, and then you know, a little bit of that rock and roll stuff from that, from like the '60s era and stuff like that. My brother got me into a lot of that cool stuff. What '60s rock were you a fan of? Um, I don't want to sound uh, basic or you know, like you know, like one of those people. I mean, The Doors. The Doors was one of the first bands that you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got introduced to. After that, I just started surfing into. I mean, I was like what, uh, 
say six seven years old when i got introduced to all of these things so i wasn't really deep diving into a lot of that music scene yeah you know as i gradually got older i got more interested in, in music and that's when i just started hitting different bands like uh swans uh you know godspeed uh all, all those all of these bands that, that just come up out of out of nowhere through the algorithms and youtube and then i also had a neighbor too man a neighbor my neighbor of mine when i used to live up in uh the city called west jordan yeah my neighbor he taught me he didn't teach me but he he introduced me to a lot of cool music a lot of cool music yeah i love the doors man they're really uh i think groovy is the best way to describe them that's like the only really word i could use you know yeah, groovy would be the exact word, man. Because yeah. really, they they were really all about that that you know, uh, mellow out wave. Like I mean, Smooth. Jim Morrison was a was a crazy guy, but I mean, whenever he was calm, he was a calm guy. Yeah, At like least- L.A. Woman, man. Who I love that yeah. song, man. Like um, I was listening to Matthew McConaughey's audiobook, and he mm-hmm. like played that song on the way to like L.A. when he was like on the way to acting. That I mean, go to like pursue an acting career and i was like dang that's that shows that that song really kind of had that little impact you know and i respect that um what other door songs are you a fan of um let's see uh five two one baby Mm -mm -mm. that one the five two one uh we got here comes the sun uh let's see I really like um, the the whole tape they did on uh, the sock parade. Uh, yeah, that. The what's the music thing. playing in the background? Um, I got brothers like a uh, Southern game. All right, can you turn it down it, a little it, bit? It, I, I, yeah, I just it's a little bit interfering, you know. Just if that's okay with you, you know. Yeah, no, no, I I could turn it down, man. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the doors, man. Anybody who hasn't checked them out, I'd say, um, like I know, like whenever someone thinks of sixties rock bands, they're thinking of like the Beatles or the Rolling Stones, and they're not like oh, I love them. I love the Beatles and Rolling Stones, but like check out the Doors, man, or like the uh, Cat Stevens, Simon and Garfunkel. I love that. I love that folk stuff too, as well from the sixties. Yeah. That sort of smooth, chill stuff. But um. Mm-hmm. Speaking of uh, scenes earlier, we were talking about rap scenes and you were bringing up Big Pun in the East Coast. What other rap scenes have you been a fan of and what other scenes sort of influenced your music? Uh, so really when I was coming up, like I said, my brother introduced me to a lot of like, you know, that, that rap scene. Uh, so a lot of the New York battle stuff was a lot of my favorite uh, things to listen to. So uh I don't, I don't really know a lot of uh, battle artists right now around, but like, you know, like uh, most, the most famous ones, the most ones that left a mark on me was like Big L, you got, um, who else? Uh, cool G Rap, you got... Dude, he had that one song, The Symphony, Cool G Rap or something. No, no, that might have been somebody else. Fuck, let me look that up. But, ah, man, there's this one song. Um, cool. Cause I was getting into you yeah. know like uh, Wu Tang and uh, obviously Wu Tang man Wu Tang's got to be up there but uh, Biggie uh, Nas there's 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 a bunch of artists that I was getting into from the East scene and then once I started getting older I started looking into um, the more 
like the more Hispanic stuff. So like I started getting into Mexico's rap scene and then I started getting into uh, I started getting into Brazil's rap scene. Oh, Brazil. Uh, nice. Yeah, Brazil. Brazil has some pretty nice rhymes and then France. France came along because I was taking French class in uh in middle school and it so happened that my French teacher was actually a rapper and he was pretty good at, at rapping in French and so uh, I started venturing out into French rap. And that was pretty cool for, for a few few years that I was listening to that. Give me a French rap recommendation and I'll type it down on my Google Doc right now. Give me a couple French it's, rap. I have one in my playlist as a matter of fact. I'll give you one. I'm hyped to hear it. Because I have, there's also French producers that I have on SoundCloud as well, man, that are really, really dope. Yeah, one of my favorite producers is Dominus Soul, and he's from Britain. So, oh, bro, Dominus Soul, man, I've I've gotten into his stuff. We were actually supposed to make uh, some stuff together, but he hasn't hit me up after that. Dude, oh he my really god, I I'd uh, I'd really like to interview him and like, dude, that uh, he had this one song where it was like Out of Control. That's my favorite beat I heard from him. I don't know if you remember that one. Out of control. I think I may have heard it, but um, a French rapper. Um, his name is Sefu. It's S E F Y U. Sefu. All right, I wrote that down. I'll definitely check that out later. But yeah, what yep. uh, the Dominus Soul man? Oh my God. Um, he's probably I think I got him and Jake Ohm as probably my two favorite um right now? funk producers. Uh, okay. right now that just like release they could just release like a beat tape of just beats and I could listen to it like I don't need a rapper to rap over the beats to make it sound good it does sound good when rappers rap over the beats but you know what I mean yeah but I mean uh, at times I feel like the producers make the beat specifically for it to be listened to and not rapped over yes and and that that right there I mean it's it's perfect the idea is perfect but some people just go ahead and ruin the beat it's the simple fact that they want to rap on. Yeah, sometimes I um, I looked up uh like some Playboy Cardi type beat on it because I was trying to write music or something like that, and I was yeah. like, and it had like a million views, and I'm looking at like the seven different versions of it on SoundCloud, and they're all like garbage, like like, and it's just like, I don't know. Sometimes I think I gotta do justice to these beats, but who knows? Maybe I'll. Stop, you got to. I got to get into making more vocal music. I'm only producing and stuff. And sh- Obviously, shout out to Ziploc for helping me learn producing and stuff like that. It, people people got to, like, learn to find, like, a mentor or something like that or someone to, like, show them the ropes. Was there a certain person who showed you the ropes when it came to your music? Um, Really? I wouldn't say really there was someone who taught me the ropes. I really – there was people who gave me – pointers throughout my journey as an artist um even my fellow my fellow collaborator original writing thug out he would give me some pointers too you know like oh throw in some punchlines here and there you know watch your wordplay um he would uh you know just show me a little bit of this and a little bit of that because honestly he he really was the the one that i would look up to when it came to like wordplay and stuff like that because he would he would honestly be on top of that game and it was pretty cool so i mean other than that it's all pretty much just me being self-taught i would just watch a lot of youtube man 
Really, on like YouTube. tutorials and stuff. That's cool. Like that's cool yeah, that you open like, that. How to how to write a bar down, how to count a bar, um, you know, how to how to stop at a certain spot and make it sound comfortable, you know, just stuff like that, little things like that that help me out with my my rapping. Yeah, like I have a I've encountered a lot of artists and some of them can just go in the studio and I'll film studio sessions for people. Some of them can just go in the studio without anything written down and just like freestyle off the top of their head and it gets put nice. into a song with the engineer and knows everybody. But not everybody does that, you know. People got to understand that there's a lot of um different processes, you know what I mean? Like and I, I just like to see other people's different processes for the shit, you know. <laughs> it's so interesting to me. And um yeah, so speaking on OWT or um what does that stand for by the way? Um, so OWT it stands for Original Writing Thug. So who who is that and who, how is he um, important to your career and your life? So he he is uh, like I said he's a frequent collaborator. Um, I grew up with him. We went to elementary school together, and you know we've been in contact ever since. And then uh, it, it it was a I think it was like what five years that went by and. We, we kind of grew distant a little bit. And then, like, it's the same thing that happened with Oracle. I mean, we kind of just reunited after some time. We found out, actually, that we lived right down the street from each other. And that actually made it a ton more convenient for us to, you know, just come over to each other's houses, uh, record a verse here and there, write down some stuff, you know, freestyle, get high off our minds. You know you know the deal, like, what, yeah. what people do, you know. And yeah, I mean, he he's a pretty cool guy, man. He's one of the coolest guys I've ever met. He's like I said, he's helped me a lot with my music too. Give me pointers. I've taken those pointers and I've I've ran with them and I've used them. I've applied them in my in my music today, and they've helped me a lot. Those those numbers keep on running up. Yeah, man. Like, and obviously, I see like a lot of support in the comments section for everything you've been doing, mm-hmm. and you got your music on. Um, memphis 666 so like that's i love that i love to see that like like how does how does that work out does memphis 666 reach out to you or does it just pop up like so um at first at first i kind of at first our mission was to just get our get our voice out there just whatever whatever we had to do to get our voice out there we did it so we would just message um we would message youtube uh channels and just hit them up with our, our our links we were honestly the annoying kind of, of mm. you know sound rappers not to that extent where like we would bother people every day and be like hey listen to our shit but i mean we would uh send them out and it, it just so happened one of those days uh memphis 66.6 uh, he, he messaged back and he's like yo this is pretty fucking cool man and uh he ended up posting that one track and i, I sent him more but, you know, they, he only posts stuff according to what fits his channel. So, I mean, after that, he, um, I told him, like, hey, man, if you if you start to like our stuff and if you like what we upload from here on out, I mean, you could take the song without letting me know and you could just upload it. So he's been just doing that. Mm. Who is yeah. it, though? Like, it's a mystery to me and I'm so, you know. And that's. Yeah, me too, man. I'm I'm on the same boat with you. I don't really know who it is. It's it, it it has to be some Russian guy, but I'm not sure who exactly it is. What makes you I think have, it's he's Russian? Um, um, just the way he like when I'm in the comment sections and I'm reading comments and he he replies to them sometimes and 
in Russian. So I'm, I'm oh, assuming, whoa. you know, but I mean, it, it would be kind of fucked up to assume that, you know, but just the way he replies to people, the way he interacts with folks, I mean, it would, I would think that he's, he's Russian, you know. Yeah, dude, that's a mystery. And maybe one day I'll interview that guy. Dude, that that would be fucking who, you know? I mean, I could, I could probably get get you that interview, man. I could uh, shoot him a message and be like, hey, so uh, my homie's interested in, in in interviewing you. Would you be interested? Dude, sure we'll you know. talk off camera about that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, that's uh, – I'm just hyped now, you know? <laughs> This is this this interview's got me hyped. We're getting into some good topics, but no, I got a question though about um people to work with. So, have you ever faced a scenario where the person that you're working on music with has been challenging to work with, but the product that was released itself was just absolutely outstanding? Um, let's see, I haven't really. Well, no, I haven't really had any issues with uh, people holding back on verses or like taking their time with it. I, I really am. I'm one of those careful artists who carefully picks who he collaborates with. So you got like a cool team going on and you like to stick within that, but occasionally you branch out. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you branch That's... out, you're real selective with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I mean, uh, nowadays, man, people are stingy in the underground. A lot of the artists are stingy. They they're either full of themselves, which is okay to be full of yourself to an extent, you know. Like you can you can think that you're good enough to do what you're doing, but you know, some folks just don't. They either look down on you or just plain out don't don't fuck with you, man. So I mean, at the same time, I mean, I'm we're kind of just keeping our distance away from a lot of folks until we grow we grow as a collective nice nice yeah like a lot of people like i see like big artists you know they release their news they release a single and a single and a single and a single it gets traction it gets traction but they're never really like a part of something and like i'm not saying every rapper has to be a part of a group but it certainly helps would you say that you know you've grown a lot with your group and it's helped a lot with your music is being a part of a group and having smooth collaborations with them Oh, hell yeah, man. It, it really has helped a lot because, I mean, the group of people that we have on Funkhouse right now, I mean, uh, Kevin, a.k.a. Heroin Father, we got Salazar, we got Oracle, and me, myself. Uh, it's just great to have, you know, a, a good balance of, okay, two rappers and two producers. So, I mean, they they make the music for us, and we just go ahead and punch in verses. And it's, it, it works out perfectly, man. That chemistry that we have is is so cool already because, I mean, we just have that kind of uh, – we have that dynamic where it just – it works out 100% every time. Like, it's never gone south for us. Um, from the beginning, we were always that type of group where we were like, oh, fuck the rest, fuck the others, you know. Like, I mean, we kind of are like that at the – like, right now. But at the same time, we – we still fuck with people like you know we we got much love for a lot of the people who show us love and uh, we we don't hold anything against anybody if you guys want to collaborate with us that's fine but i mean you better pull through <laughs> yeah you better pull through i mean you have to hold your own weight cuz um we we pack a punch when we when we actually come through with lyrics yes we don't 
we we try so hard to not half-ass anything. You do not want to half-ass anything. Spend That's that time wisely. Yep. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to, you know, mixing, engineering, who handles that? The producers or yourself or any other uh, artists? So, uh, so for example, Salazar takes care of the beats. Uh, you know, Kevin also, he takes care of the beats as well. And then uh, we just record and I mix. Um, I usually mix my own stuff. Or if they ask me, you know, uh, oh, just send me your dry vocals and just uh, I'll mix it for you. If they ask me, then you know what? I'll, I'll just I'll, I'll give it to them because you know they made the beat after all. Is it okay if I roll up? <laughs> yeah, what? Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's in a Christian radio show. We're cool. This is a right. independently produced online podcast, solely yeah, done by me. <laughs> um, I mean, eventually, you know, I want to do that no jumper shit. Have people under me. Mm-hmm. But oh my god, I look up to No Jumper as so much, man. Dude, yeah, I'd be on there a lot watching those interviews, and that's it's, it's pretty dope. Yeah, dude, the um the way he has like it set up now, where he has like different podcasts under him, not solely hosted by him. I just love that shit. Like he's got the AD guy. He's so he's such he's funny shit, and he's got like house phone. And all, I mean, they're never like as cool and interesting as Adam, except for AD's cool as Adam, like. What yeah. what's your favorite couple um no jumper interviews where you really took something away? Um, let's see. That I took something away from or just enjoyed, I mean, you know. The ones I enjoyed were like the the Boonk the Boonk gang ones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, it, it just kept me laughing, man, cuz whatever he was doing on that, I don't even know what he was doing, but you know, it's, it's it entertained me while I was watching it, so I was like, fuck it, man. Yeah. And, I mean, he, he's pretty funny. But, yeah. I mean, other than other than uh, No Jumper, do you do you get on uh, that, what's it called, that mask? Is it Mascarilla? Mascarilla Records and also the, sh- the podcast and stuff, yeah. yeah. I, um, yeah, they're, they're, I go on their, twi- he does Twitch streams a lot, and he had, um, Mario Judo on the other time and uh, the other day, like probably a couple weeks ago or something like that. And uh, yeah, I've been getting into them as well. They're pretty. I actually emailed him and I was like, "You want to interview?" And no, no, nothing came back. But you know, whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's worth a shot. You know, it really is worth a shot to just yeah put yourself out there. But the website model, though, I love the website. There's a lot of cool stuff. He he got an interview with like Early Doom Shop in like 2017. So yeah, I respect man. that. I respect That's that. really what I enjoyed. That's I enjoyed that interview right there. And then he did he I think he did an interview with Ramirez. Ramirez? Oh my god. I was listening to Conversations with the uh Devil the other day. That's like my favorite. Uh, uh, Vibe Malls put me on to him. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with that cover artist, um or Pike Yeah. Gang. yeah. <laughs> Vibe Malls, he he's hit me up a couple times. He wanted to work on on some merchandise actually, but after that he kind of just uh he grew distant, so I, I was just thinking that maybe he didn't want to work anymore or anything like that. And then, yeah, after that, he hasn't really talked to me much. He comments on my stuff here and there, but he's a pretty chill dude. Yeah, he, he's real passionate about the music and stuff, the way, in the way he's able to help people out. But um, every now and then, I like, I, I'm, I check up on people a lot, and every now and then he's like, 
uh, sometimes I'll have some personal thing and he'll like not he'll I don't know um no I mean I get you man uh, a lot of people just go through things and some folks don't want to say it some folks will just pour it on you and just be like you know what man I'm going through shit right now and uh, yeah that's know, why but- I posted that thing on my story I was like because I mean on my account I was like talking about how I want to take like, a couple week break like after this I'm gonna like take two weeks to just like get in a good workout routine but i like have 10 videos scheduled to release within the next couple of weeks and yeah i'm a scheduler like this won't release until february um Mm -hmm. just just because like that's just how i run shit like i've recently because like i don't want to just release it's like with it's like with timing a single it's if i want to make a comparison to like would you ever think like timing is key to like when you release stuff it, it, it really is because, um, you know, you got to catch people at the right moment, too. Yeah. We usually don't we usually don't drop anything on like for the weekends because that's when people are focusing on like partying or like, you know, trying to get just the last things done before the weekend, you know. So uh, usually we drop midweek, like Wednesdays, Tuesdays or Mondays, stuff like that, like beginning of the week or midweek drops. Not usually what, what has worked for us, but I feel you, man, like scheduling like drops. It really does help. That's that's interesting because like a lot of artists would say like, oh, we got to drop on Friday so the Billboard uh, week uh, time goes up. You know what I mean? And but like you're more interested in catching people when you actually think it'll be accurate for them to care and shit. Yeah, because I mean, through throughout the week, you just have to think about like, oh, okay, what what do people do throughout the week? Uh, people go work out. People go on drives. Um, people are on commute to work so yes. a lot of people will before before they get on the road they'll plug in their aux or they'll, they'll turn on their bluetooth and you know throw on a quick thong, a quick song so you know it, it shit that they do throughout the day you have to think you know uh do you think people would listen to this song now do you think people would listen to this song at night or stuff like that you just gotta i don't know i i, I like to think or overthink like a lot of those things like oh shit should i drop it at five o'clock in the evening yeah so people you know stuff like that man but i mean to each of their own i guess yeah i've been doing my new schedule is like monday wednesday friday monday wednesday friday three a week and um no weekend thing and i'm not you know obviously it's been going on before you just said that you don't want to release things on the weekends i'm not just saying that because you said it but um that you are if you're a content creator you should take something away from this you know what i mean uh we're, we're dropping some knowledge on yes right here so yeah. you just got to man it's i mean take notes if you want take take the notebook out just you know that's what i did down. when i got into this kind of stuff or, or or creating in general like or um i i've always wanted to write in movies and stuff okay. so i listened to like um and i still write movies it's just it's hard to get something done in this day and age um and interviews are fun as well but i watched a lot of uh filmmaker interviews took a lot of notes and stuff so itself would you say that you find a lot of pride but also value in being a self-taught artist yes yes i really do i i i mean i will bring it up i'm one of those people that would be like oh shit man um i I self-taught myself because if someone asks me like, "Oh, dude, does it 
how long did it take you to practice or all this shit like uh, i'll just tell them straight up like it i wouldn't say i necessarily practiced but i guess it, it would be practice if every day i i freestyled and all that shit but yeah i take pride in in, in, in this stuff man you know being being self-taught and all that i i, I really do take pride in it that's it's great man cool. like people you know not every not everything's needed to learn uh, not, not everything is um like there's no manual paper, not, there's no man yes there's not everything yeah. has rules not everything i mean obviously if you want to be in a um like a, a math teacher there's rules but uh yeah. this ain't that game right here this is like you're able to experiment and stuff like um i i'm able to get away with as an artist my i i don't know i consider this content art um I'm able to get away with interviewing a graphic designer one day and then interviewing a, you know, yeah, font exactly. artist one day, you know, because mm -hmm. there's and no it, rules it to this shit. It's art. There, there isn't no rules at all. Like if people think that you have to follow some some weird invisible guideline or something that you just, you know, fucking do yourself. Man. Just go out there. You know, you don't have to depend on people, but at the same time, um, I guess the word isn't the word depend isn't the right word i mean but i mean if if at some point you need help you know reach out and then because i so i need help sometimes i'd be making cover arts and yeah oh shit i don't have this type of font um can someone help me out with the font or something you know and that's how it'll just go like that's pretty much how network is man you just you throw yourself out there and you just, you know, receive the help if people want to help you. And if people don't want to help you move along and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like network. That's a great word. And um, that can be put in lots of different, uh, you know, scenarios. Like I, you know, I got I interviewed this uh, gentleman, Mirji's shout out to Mirji's and from him so many people just started hitting me up locally i'm here in delaware about interviews and i just like would you say there was like one person who really helped you get opportunities with other artists like who was that that really sort of opened you up to a network of different artists to work with who was that I would artist say, uh there's there's actually two people even though i haven't really interacted with one of them there's uh so first of all ziploc Yes. Uh, started talking to him, you know, I, I kind of just, uh, I asked him, you know, cause he, he worked a lot with, uh, the menace from doom shop. Yeah. He, he would, he would buy beats off of him or like, he would like, you know, make songs with him. And from there I was like, Hey man, like, how did you get into talking with like the menace or kill C or like souls and all these folks? Like, how did you get in with them? man? Oh, I love souls. man. Yeah, dude. Uh, I interviewed so, him the other day. Oh my goodness, dude, for real? It's out. It's been out for a couple weeks. I gotta, I gotta surf your, I gotta surf your page on Instagram. I'll, I'll, I'll give you the link. But um, yeah. dude, I that was probably like in terms of artists, cause like I do, I obviously listen to the artists that I interview prior to interview them but no artist have i listened to more extensively and enjoy the most than Jose. i listen to him almost every day i listen yeah. in like even before the interview i was listening the only thing i listened to by him was still smoking but 
and I just, that album was on repeat, 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 whenever, before I even thought of hitting him up to interview. And then I posted on my Instagram, I was like, it'd be a dream to interview Solze. And, he, and I tagged him, and then he's like, let's make it happen. And he was like, and then he explained to me, he was like, New Year, I'm gonna help, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, try different things and get interviewed by this, you know, kid from Delaware, you know what I mean? I just, oh my God, shout out to Souls. And I've been diving into Doomshot's discography. Is there any other Doomshot artists you enjoy? Um, <laughs> other than <coughs> Killer C and Solze, um, there's there's demise demise is pretty good good at what he does um uh, aside from them i mean no not really just uh solze is the the one i do listen to mostly like like you were saying like i i do listen to him a lot he's one of the he i guess i do draw inspiration from him because uh he i do uh whenever i was listening to him a lot i i kind of caught myself in like you know like almost like using the same words he would say almost like you know how you can you listen yeah. to an artist too much you you kind of just start you know just remember like memorizing some things and you're like oh shit but no, i like, hear I that in the um what song was that that was just released the um i'm looking at it right now man it, it was that one the last song you just released sounded real smooth like souls like trey eight that that's real souls i ask in, in a way yeah his the, the vocals i've had people say that my vocals do sound a lot like Solze's, and i and i in no way intend to like you know bite anything or uh you know nothing like that i i in no way want to tarnish the production's his, real different though i'd say that, mm-hmm, it, it really is um, well, i'd say your vocals are person. similar to him but the production <laughs> is real on a different lane weight and different samples uh yeah i'd say um and, and and you work with Kevin the Creep, and that's a real, the that that's that's fire to see. You work with him, right, Kevin the Creep? Yeah, and I worked I worked with Dom too, uh, DJ Sugarburger. He he uh, he leased me a beat. That I mean, we haven't really gotten into like that rapport. Like I haven't built a rapport with him or had conversation with him like that. But yeah, I've had mu- I've had music out with them and stuff like that. So, about Kevin the Creep, are you aware of uh, the whole Sick Records thing he has going on, um, where he's like, he, he's like got the license to all these old classics, like he's got that Sibo album, that Gangsta Pat album, and oh my goodness, I might, the bank account might be low after looking at that band camp, holy shit. Yeah, dude, they've got a lot of good collection right there for fucking vinyls, dude. Oh my Holy god! Shit, man. The splatter, uh, gangsta pad, um, de- what's it called? deadly versus deadly ass versus like, dude, and uh, tales from the crypt by Sibo. Oh man, dude, they've got so much classic shit, man. A yeah. lot. They we do have a lot of classic shit, and they're. I think they were releasing season of the sickness by Brother Lynch soon. Ooh. Oh I think goodness. they were. That that's one I was gonna keep my eye out my eye out for because uh, I really like Brother Lynch a lot. Yeah, and they got the cassettes. I really want to see them do CDs though, but I feel like CDs aren't like 
cared about and seen as more exclusive though but i i, I have a sweet spot for cds because you know the car like the, the just the, the thing like because i bought um solze's still smoking on cd and uh shots at the solze he signed it for me after i interviewed him um like i want to drive to i don't know i want to drive somewhere and just put on still smoking you know what i mean just like, i mean fuck your road trip dude but I keep God or uh, or out the out the Cali or something or, or I don't know maybe when I'm on tour with some artists I manage, um, yeah just man well, what album let's say you're on a road trip and you're going to a huge city to perform what album top to bottom would you bring with you on that trip just just to listen to the first album you're gonna go through top to bottom. On the road trip, um, Radiohead and Moonshape Pool. Mmm. Mmm. Nice. Yeah, it was it was tough. I I was battling my head on that one because I was either gonna go with that one or I was gonna choose the War on Drugs. By who? Uh, that's the the band, the War on Drugs. Oh. oh, oh. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I forgot what the tape was. Uh, the album was called. But yeah, I mean, uh, Radiohead. I would I would go with Radiohead on uh, top to bottom. If I had to listen to it from the first song to the end, I, I would think that album is pretty perfect to me. Yeah, I do. Uh, I do. As I said earlier, still smoking by Soze. But I'd also the two substitutes would be uh, uh, Alfredo by Freddie Gibbs um, in The mm-hmm. Alchemist. And uh, also as well, Take Care, which actually turns ten years old. Um, mm-hmm. wait, no, fuck. That, that, that's tomorrow, right? Tomorrow, right? Oh, I think it is. Yeah, yeah, ten, it turns 10 tomorrow, or today, mm-hmm. or something. Um, and then section 80 turns uh, 10 as well. Yeah. And, I mean, this is my opinion solely, but uh, Take Care is the the greatest album ever made. That's just, that's just me, because I like, I'm, I got a cardboard cut out of Drake, man. So... With, with- style too do you think the production on that is is you know tippity top for the time that that album was produced in it's the most well produced album 40 is my favorite producer hands down Uh, you know he doesn't he he still he doesn't like do them a lot of production recently like he's more on the engineer side of things and maybe if i look at the track list for um certified lover boy maybe he's doing more on that album but um he's my favorite producer to uh, listen to and um what did the, what about what did, like take care man like i listen to that album almost every day it's the reason i do anything creative is just hearing those stories like about when drake raps about how like he argues with like his family and stuff yeah. and then the marvin's room as well but like also cameras good ones go and how that shit really get to him like he's a real vulnerable individual and not everybody wants to show that you know and that's why i respect him mm-hmm. yeah dude it's and, and a lot of people hate on him i don't know why you probably just hate on his success i mean he's not bad he's not bad at all as as a rapper you know as an artist he's he is probably what a lot of artists want to be because he's as he's so fucking successful man Drake is honestly proved to everyone that he's one of the best, and he probably wasn't trying to prove to anyone but himself. 
and that's just dope to see where he's at right now and how he's doing. Yeah, like he has those lines where it's just like, um, like just those lines that really really stick with you. Like, um, we uh, we live in a generation of not being in love and not being together, but we sure make it feel like we're together because we're together. scared to see each other with somebody else. Like that that stuff right there. But he'll also have the line. He'll also have, he'll have like a whole, you know, go on a tangent about. And this isn't nothing was the same, but he'll talk about how he um, talks with like Nicki Minaj about like all his problems stuff because he's like has a lot of like shit bottling up inside himself. And he's like sort of I don't know, just that real person. I like that personal stuff. And what Solze was explaining to me when I interviewed him is that he Solze tries to do um, this thing called lifestyle rap where he's real like just. This isn't really bold statement, but he's rapping about like just just personal matters and stuff. But and he's like not trying to portray a, a persona of any sorts and stuff like that. But yeah, just stuff like that. You know, I love that shit. It's really coincidental because uh, that's that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to stray away from. I'm trying to stray away from the third person perspective. A lot of people talk shit or look down upon. You know. Um, rappers when they get creative I don't know why they talk shit on rappers when they get creative like when a rapper talks from a third person perspective saying he's killing somebody or he's running up in a house and shooting somebody in the face and blowing their brains out like stuff like that like I mean he's there he's not necessarily saying that he's doing it himself he's he's just like you said he's creating a persona that in that rap exists in the imagination and if you choose to view it that way, I mean, it depends how people view it, I guess. But yeah, like I said, I'm trying to stray away from making music more on the imaginative side. I'm trying to make more music on the real side. I'm trying to talk about more more what's going on in my life. Yeah. Uh, I've not, yeah, like, I mean, I've got a song right now that I just recorded that I'm doing with this guy named Equinox, or Equinox, I think that, that's how you pronounce it, Equinox. Um, I've got a song with him that I just did with him and that's exactly what I just did. I just spoke some real shit. The beat really just made me, you know, you got uh, me hype, man. You might have to email me the leak or something. No, I, I will, dude. I'll send you the link right after this. I'll shoot you that. Yeah. But it, it's, it's, it's a boom bap track. Oh, dude, yeah. you already got me sold, man. I haven't, it's, it's you know. Track, and it's it's pretty dope. I, I really like making it in it. It just happened too because I was like, okay. And it it's it's like it's more easy to make music that's from within you, from yourself, coming about yourself. It's yeah. a lot easier. Like, it, it, it just comes easy. A lot of people will do that sort of third person, uh, or what do they call it? Like that sort of persona rap, and uh, it sort of becomes comedic to a point. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Like it'll be, it'll become like um, gets to a point where like they're almost you you listen to it and you're thinking they're making fun of themselves when maybe they are, maybe they aren't, and um, this sounds sort of mean, but it's like it's kind of sad sometimes when some people do that too much. Like that's why I love that's why Kendrick um is able to do that whole like. Cause it's real. Like you get it. There's like sing about me. I dying of thirst. You can't tell 
you, you can't show that song to someone and then they're going to hear it and they're going to think like, oh, that's all bullshit. <laughs> you know, the storytelling is immaculate, you know? Yeah, it, it, it is. It's, it's not, it's, he's telling a story about himself, but at the same time, it's not telling you that it's him. Like a certain uh, disenfranchised group of people that he happened to grow up around, sadly. Yeah, and mm-hmm. exactly. It's like it's like he's the director of the movie, and he's literally just taking you through that ride. Exactly. Um, and I have Good Kid, Mad City on vinyl, and I feel like that doesn't show how that just me getting that on vinyl doesn't show how significant it is. Like when it mm-hmm. when that comes out, when I when I'm like. <laughs> When it come out, I was like probably eight years old or something, maybe. Like it's just like I'm able to connect with it then. I'm able to connect with it now, but I'm not able to connect with it. I'm able to understand it. That's a better term because I'm not from fucking Compton. <laughs> every every time I'm in the streets, I I didn't hear yacht yacht yacht. I yeah. I, I heard I heard um excuse me anyways, um like the poetic justice those 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 money trees and like i'm able to analyze mad city and i'm able like maybe maybe i'll like the second half more than the beginning just the fact that i'm thinking about that when eight years old like music what music made you think when you were young i'm asking you that what music made you think when you were young shit dude it's i would put music on and it would take me to a different place i would Music was literally the only thing I would look to or turn to whenever I was in a rut or I had some shit going on or, you know, stuff like that. Music was always what I ran to. It always just made me feel euphoric. Um, I guess music made me feel happy. That's, that's really what it is. And it's just the happiness that filled my soul, my body, everything was happiness when I would just play music. Uh, I started moving and started dancing, you know, it just flows through me. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. You'd have, to, you'd have to be in a room with me, bro, to fully just experience that, ex- that, you know, just to see that whole thing going on with me when I, I'm in my process of, you know, just listening to music or whether I'm in the studio or just all of that. That'd be so cool if we could be in a room, you know, that could be possible. We could, Oh man, that. for sure. I'll definitely, I'll have to stop by after maybe if I make a road trip to Cali or something. Um, I always like to be. I'll be real with you, like off camera. I'll check up on you, bro. I check up on everybody. I interview off camera. I'm always checking up on them. I'm like, I just want to know how they're doing. Is there is there uh, music on point? Is there personal matters on point? I I, I like to try and you know be able to etern because I'm always eternally grateful for anybody who's willing to come on my show. You know? That's man. And and if you show love to me, I I'll show love to you. And like I said in the beginning, anyone who showed us love will show love back. Yeah. We're not arrogant motherfuckers who are gonna be like, nah, fuck you. Uh we haven't even got we don't even believe in clout. So I mean we haven't even touched anywhere near the tippity top man so why the fuck would we be like oh fuck you guys and be like, nah. nah we we show love to who shows us love you're real appreciative you know and and i appreciate your words man and if, <clears throat> I'll, I'll do the same i'll check up on on my people yeah. you know 
and life does get in the way. And so, you know, you can't get mad if, you know, hey, you didn't hit me up today or like shit like that. You know, people have lives. You can't, you can't continue to be like, oh shit. Yeah, while I'm, you might love someone's art, you, you, if you, you'll never truly understand. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. say the gentleman's name, but I, um, I found this gentleman in around April reviewed his music, and he only had one song out, and the one song was the best. It almost it brought me back to when I heard something when I was like, you know, eight years old. It really brought me back, but it's yeah. new. And um, I hit him up, and I, I um, I got him to do it. I got him to do a song with someone that I I manage, and then I hit him up and realized, like off off camera and stuff, I realized, man, she's seen a lot of people live, die. He's lived in a lot of houses just to get three songs out, but these three songs are so fucking special, and they're eternally in my heart, and 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 and. You know, the these these songs, man, they're ever they're gonna be in my heart forever because I I understand where he's coming from as a person. While he might share not share that information publicly, and I'm not right now because I'm not name dropping him, but like, just I'm just saying in general, man, check up on the people's like even if you're a fan of somebody's music, the like it, it's always a joke, but it, like they're always like. You see comments on Rap TV, the blog post. It's like someone will say, "You're always asking who is Rap TV, not how is Rap TV." You know, yeah. <laughs> just that stuff. That's like real compassion should never be overlooked. You know, no, it, it goes a long way, man. It really does go a long way when, when you just happen to think about someone, and you know, you send them a DM or you send them a message, a voice message, or you just happen to call them, even if they don't answer, you leave a voicemail. And, let them know how you feel. Ask them, you know, how are you? Give me a call back when you get the chance, you know? Stuff like that. It just goes a long way. You just got to show love because it all comes back. <clears throat> for sure, man. For sure, man. Like, there's just so much examples when, like, someone's personal life might not have been. Like, like, you know what I mean? Just like, for instance, like Ziploc, man. He's putting out constant efforts and cool little DJ mixes on his SoundCloud. And he's helping people with music. But, like... Yeah. He's got to take a break. Was there ever? Do you like? Do you cherish mental breaks? Do you take them every now and then? It's it's needed. It's it's honestly needed, man. Because when you get a mental blockage or you just uh, get writer's block, it's it's frustrating. But you just gotta understand that it's not a job. It, rapping should not be a job or like stuff like. You know, if you really want to see it as a job, that's that's a that's on you. But the way I, I view it, it shouldn't feel like a job, and that just takes the fun away from stuff like that. Yeah. It's, I mean, if you really want to see it like that, like you know, there is hustlers out there who really are pushing that that envelope, and you know, they're trying to they're trying to be a rapper. They're trying to be that. That's what they're trying to be. That's what they're trying to do. And I I. I respect that. That's hugely respectable because, you know, they they got it on lock. And as for me, you know, I mean, I don't see it as my plan A. It's, it's just always in the back of my mind. Like, you know, if, if it happens to blow up, it blows up. If it doesn't, then it doesn't. But I'm not, <clears throat> I'm not stressing about it to the point where 
you know, I'm gonna be somebody. But yeah, you know, I'm I'm just doing it because it's fun, man. It's it's really fun to to rap. But yeah, like you were saying, the mental the mental break. Yeah, it's it's needed. That mental break is really needed, man. Yeah, man, I'm I'm totally an advocate of that, and I always uh, it's always something I gotta remind myself. Just like, <laughs> you know, yeah, dude. Anybody who's listening or does anything um that takes a lot of energy out of you, take a mental break, man. Take a mental break. I definitely, and and don't be ashamed to tell people like if you have plans with someone, I can't do that, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just. I'm, it's it's your I guess your your internal health you know you you gotta watch all of the aspects of you because I mean if you're giving too much of yourself to one thing and then you know sometimes your cup overfills or sometimes you have nothing left in your cup exactly man so I th- we're spitting some real shit I feel like a lot of people could take away from this and I'm really grateful that you joined the show man um so let's talk real quick about funk house so will there ever be like a sort of collaboration tape between all the members um like all yeah, in one you know it's in the works it, it works right now Shit. um there we've got quite a bit of work coming for this year we were actually preparing to drop it this year we were gonna drop it at the end of December, but I was like, no, nah, we gotta wait. We gotta, you know, separate each project and space it out correctly. Um, we got the the whole Funk House um, collaborative tape. We're hoping to drop it in the next two two to three months. Shit, man! You ever fucking drop a uh, merch or, or CDs, vinyls, cassettes? I'm emptying my bank account to that, man. <laughs> you know, I'm uh, serious, we do, bro. We do have uh, tapes in the works with uh, with Tape House, Tape House USA. Um, we the the tapes that we're currently working on, he's going to uh, try to get them on cassettes, and we'll have those out. So hopefully, hopefully everything goes to plan, and we drop everything on time. Because we, like I said, we got a lot of stuff to drop this year, man. We got a Halloween tape. We got some stuff to drop during the spring and summer. Oh, man. That Halloween. Oh, are you familiar with um, Schema Posse's Halloween EP? I am. Last year. Um, uh, Also, are you aware of the new wave of Schema? Um, I was getting a little bit into that. And then I kind of just fell off on wanting to, you know, get deeper into that stuff. Would you say it's ever because of uh, information relating to Ziploc and schema? Yeah, dude, because, I mean, it's kind of stupid what the fuck went down. I mean, I didn't get to hear the whole story or anything like that, but just, you know, why why just kick someone out just because you ain't feeling him because you think he's annoying or stuff like that, like, He's, he's not annoying, man. He's doing what he loves. Why the fuck are you, you know, bashing yeah. on for doing what they love to do? Then- yeah. Like, I've interviewed two Schema members, um, but I, I, I there were nice individuals on and off camera, but I, I have no information of um, 
Zip's involvement. Uh, I mean, not I know that it's Zip's involvement, and Zip has told me personally he's had he, how the new members have not really appreciated him as much as the old members. But um, I've never had like a horrible issue with them. But um, it is a bit disappointing uh, as, as I am looking up to someone, a, a couple members who have really kind of opened doors for me and uh, allowed me to be slightly accepted by the underground uh, a scene and were my sort of first relatively large people uh, that opened a network of followers and, and supporters. It's sort of disappointing to see them, um, you know, dis act that way to someone who's really helped me out off camera and I'm just... It's a bit disappointing, man. Yeah, no, I, I feel that, dude. I feel that 100% because uh, people should just, you know, treat folks the good way. What's what's so bad with, you know, being nice to someone? Yeah. What the fuck is that? Why the hell is that so damn hard? Yeah. Why does that seem to be so fucking hard nowadays? So with the Ziploc, though, it's good to see that he's, um, you know, He's branching into new territories, working with uh, Drac Hawthorne. Um, they're in the music uh, duo Duality. Uh, they released their project of uh, Violently Intoxicated Beyond Ether. Um, and, like, it was Fireman, and they're a part of the Circle of Serpents music group with the musician Mad Snake. Um, and, 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 uh, it's just, I, I hope he sort of moved past that shit, and I really hope he gets through everything he's got to go through um what would you like what get through it he's a strong individual he'll get through it man. and he's got he'll a real get... good family unit i don't know if you're familiar he's got his 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 sister and his sister in his uh his he's his sister uh recently had a baby so he's real like sort of supporting of his family and, and that's great to see what would you like to tell your supporters before we wrap this up or anybody that supported you in this journey Dude, I would love to tell them that we really appreciate uh, you guys listening to our stuff. It's, I mean, from the beginning. And honestly, thank, we are, we hit 600 followers on, on the SoundCloud page for Funkhouse, so that's pretty cool. And um, we love to we love to see you guys running up our shit. That's pretty damn cool for you guys to enjoy what we're making, even though it's being made up out of the basement, food. Uh, but... <laughs> You know, uh, just we love you guys so much, really. I mean, if we ever do happen to have shows, we will plan on making a tour. We Ooh, we, we have talked about that because, I mean, we have been talking to Sam and we've been talking. Well, they're from Europe, so we're, we're in talks trying to get them to come over here or we either go over to Europe and then we do some shows in Europe and then we knock it down over here. I'll fucking so, show up, man. I'll show up. Yeah, but I mean, we really appreciate the followers and supporters from Europe to the U.S. to South America to, you know, every continent in the world, you know, because I've seen everyone listen to our stuff. And that's that's a huge, that's a huge thanks from the bottom of my heart. For real, that's, it means a lot. So thank you, guys. Man, that was, that was... That was a great episode, man. You know, we really this. I feel like my best episodes are when someone could take something away. 
uh, with them spiritually, you know, in a sense. And we, we hit that. We, we hit that for sure. Um, thanks again. I'm going to do my outro and then stick on after I'm done recording. Um, that was another edition of Has Discusses. Like, comment, subscribe. If you're listening on any audio platforms, be sure to download each episode and share with your friends. Sponsors in the description. Um, see you guys in the next episode. This was another excellent edition of Has Discusses. And I'd like to thank you for listening to the audio-only version that really shows that you appreciate the craft of podcasting. And really, this is the way to experience this. But if you also like the video versions, definitely, you know, check it out and subscribe and like it. But I really appreciate if you listen to the audio version. So I hope you took something away from that, you know. I really hope you did because you, you can. Um, uh, Just about how compassion goes a long way. But also, uh, if you're doing something, find a mentor, you know. Uh, just certain stuff like that, you know. Appreciate it. Um. Yeah, so shouts out to Half Dead Shogun. Really support him. If you support me, you should support him and check out his music. I want to play for you a song called Tell It Straight by Half Dead Shogun, produced by 420 Shinobi. Enjoy Tell It Straight. Please, Tony. It'll be enough. Elvira, you want Elvira? You go have her. I go away. I'm gonna disappear, Tony. You'll never see me again, Tony. Please, don't want to die. I never did nothing to nobody. I won't kill you. Oh, Christ! Get off! Oh no! Chip that piece of chip! No! 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 no. I don't run around with fakes, but you clicking where you stand. All the lemon nine busters, we ditch them in the dryness of part of life. This shit we do for fun. Go around and pass devices, cause they get the dead and need to chop a body up for dinner. Maybe save the rest for later. I think I'm a corner with the way that things are going nowadays. I get more crazy, all the evil it persuades me to become a shepherd of demons. I spread off the plague with the words that I lay. Fuck off, we prefer to stand alone. King of the hill, what the fuck is the deal, my G? Fade of the niggas, I'm fucking heat. 16 hot ones in the magazine. Press the issue, unloaded on site. Creeping low with a 44. Down the path for the fucking stash. Don't come to me if you ain't down too. Welcome to Funky Town. Psych Ward is where I'm bound. Pick up the telephone. Time to go hit the road. And put in some fucking work. Artillery. I'm chief in banana leaves. You ain't gon' do shit for me. Forever affiliated with Funk House. You fucking hater. The Buster Annihilator. Play this in your elevator.
So if you want to hear some audiobooks and you really don't feel like opening that dirty paperback book or dirty hardcover book, you know, and you're just you just not you don't have the time to really open books and carry them around with you. Well, if you like podcasts or you like music, just get on an audiobook and you can do that by joining Audible. Click the link in the description and you'll get a one month free trial of Audible. And you can also support the channel by joining through that link. That link is audibletrial.com slash Mike Media Inc. Or you could just click it down below and you'll get one month free trial of Audible. And um, there's different type of subscriptions you can get there. There's the $15 a month one, $8 a month one. The $15 month one has more books available. The $8 month one does not really have that much books available. But yeah, definitely check out the Audible, you know, subscription and also support the channel by joining through the link audibletrial.com slash Mike Media Inc. Or just click it in the description of this video or podcast. Thank you. If you want to make the move into spending money digitally, use Cash App. You can send and receive money with the app and invest in stocks and Bitcoin. Bitcoin's doing pretty fucking well right now. I don't know anything about it, but I know that through this app you can invest in it. I don't know what that means. That just means that you potentially could make a lot of money. Sure, do it, I guess, if you want. <laughs> Try using my code and you'll get $5 when you join with the app. Like, if you already have it, this ad does not apply to you. The code is VZPM. W H J or you just click the link in the description and you'll support the channel and be able to digitally spend and receive money and also invest in all that shit. Just click the link, um, the cash app link there. This um only works if you have like a phone or something like that. Um and you get five dollars when you join through that code and also we get some money from that as well. Um yeah, thanks. If you want to support the channel, do that. Click that link, join Cash App. If you want to get some hoodies, t-shirts, or masks, check out Good Vibes Clothing. You can support the channel by using the code HASS at checkout and getting 10% off of your order. But also, using that code will support the channel monetarily. You can get some cool hoodies from this website. Um, the website is gvclothing.weebly. That's two E's. Dot com, or just click the link in the description of this video or podcast. At checkout, use code HASS, H-A-S-S, 10% off. And you can also support the channel by getting a discount and saving money. The owner of this company is a friend of mine. He's a local Delawarean, uh, you know, artist and he's really trying to build his brand up so definitely show him some love if you're a local Delaware person or you are a fan of small independent businesses and small entrepreneurs and want to support small entrepreneurs definitely support the good vibes clothing and also you could support me if you're a fan of my content so check it out gvclothing.weebly.com at checkout use code HASS 10% off and you'll support the channel thank you if you want to get some awesome merch, click the link in the description and you can get this merch board or you could just look up teespring.com slash stores slash Mike dash has dash merch and you can get some merchandise from the channel or just click it in the description. It's probably easier 
and um yeah we got some we got a, a shirt with the mike media inc logo on it and the hascast logo on the back or you got like a hascast fanny pack you got mad snake merch if you're a fan of that channel which i also managed to you can also get a mug and you can also get a, a fanny pack as well that says mike media inc on it like media inc cloth face mask all this is reasonably priced uh the cheapest thing to buy is a mug and yeah just definitely check it out support the channel and represent like me the ink and represent this awesome content you know some guy is gonna be walking down the street and he's gonna be like uh what's that shirt that you're wearing and they're gonna and you're gonna be like oh it's the mike Hass merch oh you don't know who mike Hass is you're gonna you're, like you're gonna be like making people look stupid for not watching this amazing fucking content, okay? That's what you gotta fucking do. You gotta make people look stupid for not watching these fucking videos because that's how fucking good they are. Or podcasts. Yeah. Buy the merch. You know the vibes. If you want to get some fake movie props to either prank your friends or use them in music videos or use them in movies or something like that, check out viceprops.com you can use the code hascash at checkout for 10% off use the referral code in the link below use that code and at checkout use code hashcash and hascash and get 10% off any order you know the vibes hope everything's doing well and be sure to support the channel by getting some vice props fake money. If you use that code, it will help the channel monetarily. Thank you. Listen, if you want to support the channel monthly and also get some cool content behind the scenes, unreleased content, or just get discounts on clothing and stuff like that, and also have little text updates that are besides the ones that you see on my website you can subscribe to me on patreon that's patreon.com slash mike media inc three dollars a month and you get to see some cool never before seen content i post there about two to three times weekly and um i'm very consistent and also if a video gets removed off of youtube for copyright purposes i'll put it up there you know what i mean and um, I'm always trying to engage with the community and stuff like that. You get access to the thriving Discord, um, which is a beautiful, thriving Discord. And, uh, you know, it's a good community thing. We got a lot of chat going on. So, yeah, definitely check out the Mike Media Inc. Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Mike Media Inc. $3 a month. You know the vibes. If you want to use Site123 for your website, it is an excellent way to make websites. I personally use this myself for the two websites I've created, one being Mike Mini Inc. the website and also the Successfully Reaching Goals website. I created that and I work with them intensely as a manager of the label. And you can support the channel by clicking the link in the description of this episode and that will take you to the creator part of the you know website thing and you can support the channel by joining through that link thank you click the link in the description to make a website